podcast, Good Boys, Bad Habits. Thanks for joining us on July 2nd, which is when you're going to be listening to this. But for us, it's June 30th. This is a great podcast to listen on your drive down to the beach for the 4th. Yeah, honestly, if you're on the way to the beach and this isn't on, it better be on on the way home. I know, I'll be listening to it on my drive down to the beach on July 2nd. Yep, we're going to listen to ourselves talk in the car, grade ourselves, because that's the only way you get better. Practice makes perfect, am I right? You're right, Brian. Um, since we're going into July, what are you going to miss the most about June? L- literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to miss any chance of it being like 70 degrees outside. Midday rainstorms? I don't know. Like July is the hottest month of the year, right? Sounds about right. Welcome to the hottest month of the year, folks. Well, what's your mo- what's your favorite thing about 4th of July since this is Good Boys, Bad Habits 4th of July special? Um, beer. Yeah, good answer. Uh, hot dogs. Also a great answer. I'm going to say... I'm going to say getting in a body of water. You can have that one. Constant theme on this podcast. Um, we will be achieving all of those goals of hot dogs, beer, and water and in a couple boat. days. Boat was a big summer goal. But what a terrible time for July 4th to happen. On a Sunday? Yeah, but you always get Monday off. Some of us do. Why would UPS be open on July 5th? I don't know. I don't want to be there anyway. Quit. Okay. It's settled. Quit my job. We'll become full-time podcasters. We'll start putting out four or five of these a week. We'll make $3 every six episodes. But we don't make any money right now. <laughs> we don't have ads. So if you're listening to this and you want to sponsor us, you let us know. We'll start doing an ad for you. If your parents need sponsorships, if they need, if they need to spend some extra ad dollars and they want to get a real good group of people to shop from them, send them to us. We'll do it for a meal. Probably. I do it for a lot of things. Um, but let's jump into what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to talk about how the College World Series is a joke and how we hate the NCAA. Um, we're going to briefly mention the Stanley Cups. Oh, the Stanley Cups. There's only one of them. The Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Wait, that's actually a good question. What happens when they run out of room to engrave the names on it? Is it a new cup every year or the same cup? I think it's the same cup. No, dude, because everyone... you get it for a year. You remember, like, because right. Ovechkin would still be in malls with it right now if he could. If he had the opportunity to, he would be. Okay, the Stanley Cup. Um, then we're gonna talk about the Bachelorette. We're gonna do good pats and get in the kennels, and then of course the NBA playoffs slash NBA news because there's a little bit of that this week. You want to lead us off, Hampton? Yeah, uh, the. NCAA has been forever banished to the kennel <laughs> um, until they burn to the ground and rot in hell when they go broke. They've been exploiting people for long enough, um, and they've been fucking over NC State for long enough. And this was the cherry on top. Um, and to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt, up until now, NC State usually screws themselves. But uh, this really has no explanation. So you're telling me that we couldn't field a team? 24 hours after we just did? Yep. So for those listening that don't know, uh, the NCAA kicked NC State out of the College World Series after a few players tested positive for COVID, after they let them play a game, and they announced it at 2 a.m. Like a coward. They are cowards. So here's why I don't understand. All right. One unvaccinated player tests positive for COVID. Makes sense. He shouldn't play, right? Yep. I get it. Triggers. Just watch the game. I get it. Triggers testing for everyone else on the team also makes sense. 
Yep. But then you return four positive tests from vaccinated players. That has to be impossible. It's it can't be right. It, and the they, uh, I guess it depends on what vaccine they got. Also, the NCAA ran out of the rapid COVID tests, and the players were having to travel across Omaha to take them. Didn't hear that part. Good job, NCAA. And so, and then you know, well, I think we had eight positive tests on a roster of I want to say high 20s like 21 22 we had enough players that tested negative 13 of them to play in the following day's game mm-hmm. however the NCAA said they all all of them had to go or enough of them that weren't vaccinated had to go into COVID protocols which is bullshit because they just tested negative for it and also baseball might be the safest sport to play when you have COVID yeah you're all separated by at least five feet. The only time you're standing next to someone is if you're in the batting, if you're batting next to the catcher or you're on base, which isn't terribly often. You're on base. You don't spend much this? time there. When you get on base, put on a mask. When yeah. you're running the bases, pull down the mask. Solution. So it makes no sense uh, why the NCAA wouldn't allow the players who tested negative to play. It also doesn't make sense how they're telling me four vaccinated players tested positive. That, the, the, it seems almost statistically improbable that that many vaccinated people could test positive at one time. All it really means is that Vanderbilt got to go to the College World Series championship, and they're tied 1-1, and they play tonight. So uh, go Mississippi State. Um, they're playing for all the states. They are. They're, they're playing. NC State was America's team, and America's team got fucked. And so now Mississippi State is playing for NC State and America on July 4th week. Um, yes. So everyone in the world, everyone in America, if you love America, will be behind Mississippi State. And uh, I'm not done talking about NCAA. Um, okay. Boo Corgan, the athletic director of NC State, is also a coward. What he said on 99 The Fan and in a press release is that the NCAA did the correct thing and did exactly what they should do in pulling NC State out of the College World Series. Debbie Yao would have never done that. He's a spineless coward who will not last at NC State very long. Way to roll over, buddy. Um, do you care? Do you care? Do you really think what they did was right? He can't. He literally can't. He, and that doesn't, like, who is he appeasing? All of his money comes from big-time NC State donors. And you know what the big-time NC State donors were? Pissed off. They were mad. All of their fucking money going into the athletic program just to get pulled out of our closest chance to win a national championship since 1983. And he rolls over and kisses the feet of the NCAA. That's, I mean, it's unexplainable. He I'm sucks. for his job. He sucks. He's not going to last long here. He's going to lose all support from people. Um, and then the NCAA this week is allowing players to make money off their own image likeness. About time. Um, about damn time. They didn't want to do it. They got destroyed in a Supreme Court case in which they got beat 9-0 um, <laughs> for violating antitrust laws. A clean sweep. Um, Way to go, Supreme Court. And so the NCAA comes out with this this week to try to get some good PR because they've been getting bashed. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Because You're this, still wasn't, bashed. this wasn't your choice. You were forced to do this by the law. NCAA, if you listen to this, no respect. I can't wait till you go broke and something else replaces you. You've profited off of kids long enough. I'm calling for ballet sports to replace the NCAA. I will take anything to replace the NCAA. I'm calling for the FCS to step up. They're oh my gosh. Or are they part of the NCAA? The FCS? Yeah. They, I, I don't know. They have to be. I don't know. 
I literally have no idea, but here we go. That's what I'm calling for. In the segment with fuck the NCAA. Great. Uh, let's move into the Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa Bay Lightning, who deserve to be there, and uh, Montreal Canadiens, who are um, just a team of destiny right now. If they win the series, they're legit a team of destiny. They're not good. Uh, so I'm going to root for the Lightning, now, just so I can say that we lost to the winners. Okay. I'm not going to cheer for the Lightning. Canadians are the team of destiny. I'm always here for the team of destiny, unless it's the Hawks. <laughs> we'll get to you and the Hawks later. Um, whatever. I, I don't. I have no interest in watching the Stanley Cup because Sebastian Ajo is not playing in it. Amen. Um, let's go ahead and leave the NHL. I'm sick of it. Uh, <laughs> Be over. It's it's too hot to play hockey. All right. Let's do good pads and get in the kennels. I'm gonna go first. Go for it. Uh, get in the kennel to the guy in Raleigh who let a venomous snake get loose from his house. Four feet long. An absolute menace to society. Um, the zebra cobra is what it's called. It literally cannot be trusted. An additional get in the kennel to the same guy for apparently owning 40 venomous snakes. Uh, so I guess good job only letting one get out. But also, why would the state of North Carolina allow anyone except the zoo to own a venomous snake? If you're not a zoologist, don't own a snake. It's kind of that simple. This guy's probably scared shitless because if that thing bites someone, he's going to prison. Yeah. it's And they still haven't caught it. They have a video of it. Animal control has it cornered. It's so big. I saw 30 minutes ago they found a video of it. I saw a video of it just slithering on someone's wall. They, in their house? No, no, no. Outside of its house. Imagine being Jesus in that ima- dude, Christ, Imagine dude. being in that house. <laughs> I would literally run. Like, apparently, it sprays venom. Like, it doesn't even take a bite for you to get venomized by it. Long, it just sprays it. Long-distance snake. Um, so that's what I got for getting the kennel. I hate that guy. I don't even know him. Um, if I had to guess, he lives near Wake Forest. They did say North Raleigh, so it's very it's very possible. Um, my good pat this week is to um, Jeopardy for adding new episodes to Netflix. I love it. Thank you, Jeopardy. Thanks, Jeopardy, and thanks for letting me reminisce with Alex a little bit. Rip. R.I.P. Uh, real quick, back to that snake. What a Raleigh is never in the national news ever, because not much happens here until we get that baseball team. Yeah, but dude, twice we've been in the national news for NC State, mm-hmm. and now for a snake twice in one week, and it's both just shitty things. Yeah, good patch Raleigh for being the national news. But get in the kennel for it being not good things. Yeah, 100%. Um, so my good pat... No, I'm going to start with my get in the kennel because that makes more sense. Yep. Flows better. Get in the kennel uh, goes to France for blundering a 3-1 lead in the Euros and losing. Kylian Mbappe against... They lost to Switzerland, I think. Look at that. We're talking about soccer. Kylian Mbappe missed a penalty kick um, that lost the game. Um, now, the good pat relates to it as in good pat to the internet for immediately making France's loss about Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. Immediately once France lost, images of Mbappe and Rudy Gobert just circulated the internet. I saw that picture of them doing a jersey swap 30 times. And it's like, oh, it all makes sense now. Um, So good job, internet, for even though Rudy Gobert not playing basketball right now, making sure he is slandered and destroyed across the web. I appreciate it. And in France. And in France. France. Tough time Do you to be, think that we've kind of convinced French people that it was Rudy's fault yet? Yeah, we have. Tough time to be French. You lose in the Euros to a country you should have beat easily. 
And then you also have to claim Rudy Gobert, who will be playing in the Olympics in a month. Let's think about it real quick. When is it not a tough time to be French? Can't. I literally can't think of a time. Sorry to all of our French listeners. <laughs> You're in France listening to this. DM me. <laughs> we'll interview you on this and ask you what it's like to be French and live in France and say wee oui, wee. Oui. That'd be a hell of an interview. Um, that's all we got for our, for our kennels and pats this week. Let's get into the spiciness. The Bachelorette. Welcome to the Bachelorette. So we're going to recap episode four. What about episode three? We didn't do that last week, did we? Uh, do we want to do a double? No, we did double last week. You did two and three. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I just did two. No way. We're fully caught up, people. No, 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 no. We didn't do. Everyone real quick. Pat's on the back in the chat for the boys being caught up on The Bachelorette. No, we didn't do episode three because episode three is when all the men sit in the circle together and talk about things that are really hard for them. And that was very emotional, very good. It's also the episode in which Carl goes crazy and becomes a psychopath, starts shadow boxing because he's mad. I didn't, I didn't watch episode three. Okay, so we're just going to skip episode three. Episode four is much better. All right. Um, how did the episode start? It starts with the a group. The truth or dare game. Truth or dare group date. Um, you know what's a lame dare? Eating a habanero pepper. I feel like they do that every season. You know what I really want a guy to do? Step out of his comfort zone and eat a hot pepper. Or get his butt waxed. That was pretty funny. That Um, part was funny. So the group date, which also kind of like a shitty group date because uh, you don't actually get to be with her. The weirdest part of it was the big ear. And Greg speaking states in the big ear. That was weird. Yep. Um, Did you say Greg's the favorite? He's a weirdo. He is weird. He's a normal guy. He's a weirdo. Dude, if you had to go on the spot, whisper sweet nothings for 60 seconds, what would you say? I would make it so bad that it's not put on television. I think that's what he was trying to do, and they still put it on because they love people to cringe at you. Um, yep, so they did that, and then that guy got his butt waxed. Trey. Trey got his butt waxed, which, respect to him, because he didn't have to get his butt waxed. He mm-hmm. chose to get his butt waxed. Well, he had to get Harry's part of his body waxed. But he could have just said, oh, it's like my armpit. You know? It's my chest. He chose butt. That would have been a lie, though. No was, one would have known. It was truth or dare, though, dude. He did He did a truth dare. Yeah. Either way, good for them. Also, can't get uh, over the fact that they're at a Hyatt. Yeah. How did they pick the Hyatt? Hyatt in New Mexico. Why? Why is everything always in New Mexico? Maybe is it because there's not enough people there to, like, fill it up unless the Bachelorette went? And they're like, oh, no one will come here and see us filming? Maybe. That's got to be it. How does... I mean, no, they still figure... Everyone still figures out how to win because they, I mean... They get together after. Well, I don't know why they did it there. Everything's gone downhill since Chris Harrison left. Amen. Um, so that was the group date. I can't remember who got the group date, Rose. It was that. Trey for exposing Thomas. Oh, yeah, he exposed Thomas. We'll get to Thomas the, when we talk about how this this thing wrapped up. Yeah, so um, then what happened after group date? We had a one-on-one date. I already forgot what happened. Dude, I literally just, just watched it. Watch the yeah. episode. Um, yeah, I was setting up my new phone. I got a new phone. Congrats to me. What happened on the one-on-one? I, I watched this two days ago. Mm-hmm. Wow, we should have came more prepared. So you also weren't paying attention? No, I was, dude. I just have horrible memory. Who is it? 
Uh, it was the truth of dare. And then they did. Um, oh, also, first of all, Mike P the virgin screw you for eating a Twinkie and saying, haven't eaten carb in eight years. No one cares. Dude, we imagine having to eat all those Twinkies though. Like we get it. Like you're super in shape and you're incredibly fit, whatever. Um, I'm trying to, they make, they make recaps so hard. We'll just get to the part where Blake Moyne shows up. Um, I hate him. Let's lead it off with, I hated him the other season. I hated him always. And I hate him now. He's from Tasha season. Well, originally Claire season fell in love with Claire in uh, six hours and then fell in love with Tasha in three and then went on bachelor in paradise. If I'm not, I think he did too. Um, he has horrible facial hair. He's annoying. And he's so emotional. But it's also fake. It's also fake. But apparently he was DMing the current Bachelorette. I know. Well, dude, and the problem is... The problem with him is he just... He's just a Bachelor lifer. Where he's just going to keep coming on all the shows he can. And making a career out of it. And saying he's there for love. And it's just all bullshit. How long until he falls in love with Katie? I'm giving um, him one app. I'm giving him... I think he's already in love with her. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe he'll uh, portray it better this time. He sucks. I I'm mad. Why? Out of all the guys, we got him back on. He didn't deserve it. We could have chosen anyone else, probably. And I don't even remember anyone from her season. So congrats to Blake, I guess, for getting back in. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't even know who Tasha married. Um, she married a guy with a beard. Grant, Gavin, one of those two. Um, Congrats, Tasha and Gavin. Also, I love how they did a big dramatic reveal when everyone knew it was Blake Moines. Yeah, everyone the whole time was like, fuck, is that Blake Moines? And they just made it so, so much, um, whatever. Let's just get into the real spiciness of the episode. So we got Thomas and we got Katie. Thomas is a smooth, smooth man. Thomas, sweet talker. He's very, very good at talking. Mischievous. And apparently bad intentions. He came on The Bachelorette just to be The Bachelor. Here's what I'm going to say. There's more guys on the season that had that same thought. They're all lying if they didn't have that thought. Uh, I don't know. Some of them, like, some of them really weren't that. They don't feel like the kind of guy. Like, Greg doesn't feel like the kind of guy to, like, be doing that. Yeah, I didn't say it was all of them. I said some. Oh, for sure. Look, there's a few guys. The reason to go on The Bachelorette is you're going to be rich and famous after it. There's a few guys that came on the show that had the same thought as Thomas as I'm going to come on this and hopefully become the next Bachelor. But he's an idiot for being truthful. And all the guys that heard him say it were like, thank God someone else said it. Cause but, now then we they, can, but then they bagged on him. Because now we can just pin it on him. Absolutely. And now we can be the good guy. People that definitely want to be the next Bachelor. I think Andrew. Andrew wants to be it. I could see Trey wanting it. Whatever the really tan guy is. Aaron? Like, he's exceptionally tan. Aaron. Sure, Aaron. Aaron. He's the one who doesn't give a, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He says whatever he wants to say, which is um, hilarious, but it's also childish. Courtney, probably, a little bit, because no Blake, one... Blake Moines. Blake Moines has been dying to be The Bachelor. He they would, probably denied him so many times, and he's been like, all right, well, if would, you're not going to let me this time, let me just be back on The Bachelor. He would like, saw okay. off his leg to be The Bachelor. Yeah, he would. And he would immediately divorce that person. What? And just go on Bachelor in Paradise. Amen. 
like you said, he's a lifer. He's addicted. And that's such a bad he's spot to be. addicted to being on the Bachelor slash Bachelorette shows. Oh my gosh, why do they keep letting him back? Um, but either way, let's just, let's just fast forward to the end of the rose ceremony. Everyone that you think is going to get a rose gets a rose. And if you're looking at like the group of men left and you're like, oh, I don't know your name. Who are you? They don't get a rose. They don't get a rose. But then she calls up Thomas. And everyone's like, oh shit. Cue commercial break. Cue ad on Hulu about vacation. 30 seconds later, we're back. Does it all over again. She yep. calls Thomas. He walks forward. Everyone's, Everyone's like, what drops. the fuck? The guy with the really big eyes made another great facial expression. Don't Real know his name. Big eye guy. Amazing facial expression. Um, Hunter, short king, who I was going to rip on this episode, but I'm deciding against it. Awful hair. Awful hair. Not a great face. Very short. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to rip on him. He's shocked. Trey is about to lose his damn mind. Thomas steps forward. Katie stops him in his tracks. She steps back and she proceeds to, I don't know, degrade him on national television is the best word I can think I can say. Just completely strip him of everything. Degrade sounds right. She, she like just completely destroys his entire character. And now anyone that sees him is going to think of him as that lying, manipulative piece of shit from The Bachelorette. So, and there's some people out there that are like, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, some people will immediately want to marry him and date him and but whatever. he goes home. But imagine like like knowing this happened months ago and like knowing it was coming to this day where the entire country is just going to see you get destroyed on television. Dude, him with his friends. sit there and watch it. Before Monday night, him with his friends probably, like, dude, this is like my episode. This is where it all goes down, bro. And they like do a weird dap up, probably pat each other on the back. Yeah. And then like grunt. And then him and his fellows are watching it together, and they just see him get obliterated. And they're at the local bar, and there's a game on, and they're like, hey, man, shut this off. Switch to the Bachelorette or our else. Bo- our boy Thomas is on. And then the entire bar watches Thomas get destroyed. But he goes home. and um, uh, He deserves it. And then they send us into episode five. Well, then it, she does the thing where she shows up at Blake Moyne's room, and he's like, oh, my God, I didn't expect you. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I'm just in my underwear. It was like, <laughs> yes, I would love to stay on the show. Will you marry me right now? <laughs> And they run away in love. The season's over. And, uh, you know, there was a second when, after that part where she showed up at Blake Moyne's room where I was like, you know what? I might not watch the rest of this. That's kind of how I feel right now. I gave myself up, up until week six, though. Um, there's a really funny picture of Blake Moyne's. Oh, it's this. Uh, I'll show you. I'm going to post this on the Instagram story tomorrow. Okay. Uh, it's a photo of him. And then it's a photo of someone I presume is from Madagascar. It's a lion. And they look just alike. <laughs> That's from Madagascar too. It's the big, I think. Big old lion from Madagascar. Maybe too. three. Um, we're gonna go ahead and th- throw it on an Instagram story. So if you don't, if you want to go check it out, it'll be up there. Um, well, let's stop talking about that. Let's jump into the NBA. First thing we got NBA news: the Trailblazers have a new head coach. Congrats, Chauncey Billups. Uh, second NBA news about the Trailblazers: Damian Lillard wants out. See you, Damian. Can't blame him. See you in Boston in a few months, bud. Uh, okay, hear me out. Who says no to this trade? Who says no? Damian Lillard and nothing else. For Taylor Horton Tucker, Kyle Kuzma, and a second-round pick. A lot of things say no. I think every team in the league would say no to that. An Eastern Conference executive said they would give Ta- Taylor Horton Tucker a max, max deal in the offseason. Let's try to guess who it was. It was probably someone in the Magic. Daryl Morey. <laughs> Uh, Dame's probably going to get... I don't know who has enough stuff to give up for Dame, but 
He'll find a way out. The asking price right now, I think, is a young player, an additional player, and four picks. Yeah, that seems about right. We'll we'll get back to you when there's some more buzz. There's really no buzz about like no buzz yet. So let's jump into the conference finals. Let's start with the East. The series is currently tied two two between the Hawks and the Bucks. Okay, so Hampton, uh, um, this means Bucks and five is a complete wash. How do you feel? Bucks and six. Impossible. How they could win the next two games? Yeah, but they won't. Um, so I said Bucks and four. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. Then wrote a blog on Bucks and five, with four crossed out. With four crossed out. It was creative um, writing. Granted, Go check it out on GoodBoysBadHabits.com. I, I did not have the foresight to see Giannis Antetokounmpo obliterating his knee. Yeah, but you also didn't have the foresight when you wrote it to see Trey Young being out. And Trey Hawks minus Trey Young. Are they Bucks better? Bucks minus Giannis. The Bucks are better than the Hawks still. They are. I still think Bucks and six. Also sucks for Giannis. It felt like this this was his year to win the championship. And it's getting stolen from him. Also, let's talk about... No, we'll keep talking about the East. Yeah. Um, how did they dominate Game 4? I didn't watch it. I was too busy watching Fast 9. Did it hit? It's exactly what you think it would be. I've never seen any of them, so I don't know what to expect. For those listening, you know what I mean when I say it's exactly what you think it would be. It's just, it's just the perfect amount of over-the-top and corniness and a couple cool car stunts. I love anything with The Rock in it, so... He's not in it. Wait, what? He's not in it. What do you mean? The Rock and Vin Diesel have beef, so he's not in the Fast and Furious movies anymore. That's why they made the movie Hobbs and Shaw, where there's no Vin Diesel. What the hell? I'm not watching it. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. We're watching the whole series. I'll stop when The Rock's out. Um, Go ahead and comment on the Instagram post what your favorite Fast and Furious movie is. What were we talking about before that? Cardi B's in it. Oh, how did the Hawks win game four? The Bucks started off really slow. The Hawks weren't playing great, but they were making enough shots. Lou Will and Bogdanovich. And then Giannis got hurt, and everything went downhill. And Cam Reddish is back. I guess. I mean, he was never really there, so. But he he has he's had 12 in his first two games back. I know, I know. Um, how many times has Lou Williams been to Magic City this week to give him the energy boost he had last night? Because there's a guaranteed one, and it was after the game last you th- night. You think he's hitting two-a-days there? He might go for lunch and dinner. Like, wake up, get, like, a stretch in, some treatment at the facility, go there for lunch. Mm-hmm. Get some wings. Get some wings. Get some whatever else he does there. Go to the game. Yeah, put up you get 20. Pre-game? Go back yeah. to Magic City lap dance. Pre-game. <laughs> <laughs> pre-game shots. Drop 24 on the Bucks in a big, crucial game. Hit back to the strip club. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I can't oh. believe that the Bucks lost to him. He That's has unbelievable. He has to be pulling two a days at the Magic City Strip Club. Um, but Bucks, it's officially time to be worried, especially now that Giannis is injured, and who knows when he'll play another game. You know who's not worried? Who? Me. Okay, great. Um, there. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about this series because I, I was horrible at predicting the Bucks and how they play every game anyway, and now you take Giannis out of the equation I I don't know how to read them I, I literally have no idea how to read them I don't think I've ever watched them play without him it makes legit no sense so what we're gonna just go ahead and say is Bucks and Six and we'll uh, reevaluate next week yep let's jump into the West 
series is 3-2. Phoenix Suns leading the Los Angeles Clippers. Paul George has had a spectacular series. Yep. Um, tonight is the sixth game. In, so when you're LA. listening to this game, will already be over. So without thinking, prediction on who wins tonight. Mine's Clippers. Clippers push it to... Damn it, they're going to lose now. Yeah, 100%. God damn it. We just put the Suns in the finals. Well, now I know who to bet on. Um, I think Paul George has another classic Paul George game. He's been great. He's been great in meaningful playoff games his whole classic career. Except pa- classic Paul George being like good Paul George or classic Paul George being like playoff P that got made fun of? Playoff P was one. He had one bad postseason in his entire career, and mm-hmm. it was that one. And which sucks because he took like trash Pacers teams to the finals, to 100%. the Eastern Conference finals. And now he's doing the same thing with the Clippers. I'm not um, saying they're trash, but it's saying they shouldn't be here. Here's the question, since this is what's being talked about in the news. Is Ty Lu actually a good coach? Stephen A. Smith came out and said he's the best coach in the NBA. Uh, I've heard a lot of buzz that he's similar to Belichick. Nope. I Definitely not. That's The streets have been saying that, and I'm one who listens to the streets. Here's one difference already. I've never seen him wear a cutoff. Number two difference. Doesn't have more than one championship. Doesn't doesn't have six. He's only been a coach for three years. Doesn't matter. Oh, he's been a coach for four years. Five years. Five. Here's another one. No, but he was an assistant for a while. Here's another one. After being a head coach, Bill Belichick was never an assistant again. It's true. Um, Um, So we're done with that crazy talk, but is he actually a good coach? I think he is. Okay. When he won a championship in 2016, he had to make... Granted, LeBron James runs the team. But I'm still going to give you credit for it. Like, they made very good adjustments in the 2016 championship. Like, starting Richard Jefferson was a game changer for the entire series. 100%. And the like the plays they called at end of games, especially in Game 7, to get the switch of, of Steph onto Kyrie, that was probably not his decision, but he gets credit for it. Here's a game plan he came up with that's worked well so far. Have the guy on your team that no one really likes anyways break the best player on the other team's nose. I like that strategy. It's been working. That's, Devin Booker with broken nose is not the same as Devin Booker no broken nose. That's that's good old fashioned basketball. It's good old fashioned hard nosed basketball. Get it? See what I did there? That's eighties basketball, right? Hard nosed. Nice. That was that was good, Brian. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, also, it's about time Clippers bench players and role players started doing what they're supposed to. The Eighty million dollar man, Luke Kennard. Yeah, he's actually been making shots. Reggie Jackson's been playing very well. Reggie Jackson has been playing like he's he has an the most made threes in all playoffs. <laughs> the hell happened to him he went from like a good sixth man to like a very good starting point guard it's whatever he learned on those mission trips a couple years ago did he go on mission trips yeah you not remember that's what he was doing when he was out of the league he was he's a jehovah's witness isn't he yes yeah that was he it was i forgot that was him yep he was hooping with the witnesses yeah he was he was riding bikes with the witnesses yeah, he was um if you just looked at him this series you're like holy shit that guy's like a top 10 point guard in the nba mm-hmm He's been insane. Here's the thing, though. If Chris Paul steps it up these last two games, I think it's no doubt that the Suns win the series. Me too. Um, Time for me to go to my Suns rant. Okay, go ahead. Uh, The Phoenix Suns don't win the NBA championship this year. They might never win one. This would be arguably the easiest path to a finals of all time. Um, No Anthony Davis against the Lakers. You have no Jamal Murray against the Nuggets. You have no Kawhi Leonard against the Clippers. And then now you're either facing a no Giannis Bucks team or you're facing a Hawks team that really isn't that good. Like the Hawk, that Hawks team, if they make the championship, 
they have to be the worst team in a championship in the last 15 years. I can't think of a worse. I mean, I can't think of a worse one. Any team that played from 2000, 2005 is worse than any team in the NBA now. I mean, eh, well, the Spurs teams were good. The Pistons teams were probably the worst championships that we championship team we've they seen were fun in the last though. 20 years. They weren't fun. They played defensive, gritty basketball. Yeah, they were fun. The Hawks, and the same thing is like you take the Bucks without Giannis. That's also probably the worst team to make the finals in the last 20 years. And mm-hmm. you take the Clippers without Kawhi. That's also probably it. And you take the Suns right now. They're probably close to the bottom also. No way. Um, I think the Miami Heat last year would probably be a top three worst team to make the finals in the last 20 years. Agreed. Um, but other than that, thinking back, all the LeBron teams that played in the championship, all the teams they played against were great. And same with the Warriors. LeBron is definitely taking worse teams to the finals than the four teams left. Oh, yeah. like that But they had prime LeBron. Yeah, they like the 2018 finals. LeBron's team was a bunch of bums. Whatever team he brought Ilgowskis to the finals. <laughs> and, two, and Mo Williams and, as his number two. In 2007. Doesn't matter. Uh, do you think this game, this series ends tonight or goes to seven? I mean, I already said I think the Clippers win tonight. So Me too. It means they're going to lose. Come back to Phoenix. Sadly. And it makes and it really sucks. I don't want to see Phoenix win because they beat the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And I definitely – the NBA playoffs just sucks this year because everyone's injured. And that has to do a lot with the shortened offseason and them just mashing a bunch of games together. Mm-hmm. So everything just kind of sucks right now in the well, NBA. we're about to figure out who the finals is in the next couple of days. Like, I don't want to see Paul George and Reggie Jackson versus Trey Young and – Clint Capella. True. That's boring. I want to see fucking Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden versus LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's fun. That's fun. Or, or Kawhi. Steph, and, Clay, and Draymond. Yeah, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Kawhi and Paul George. Maybe we'll get it next year. It's so lame. You could have given me like any of the other teams healthy in the East, and it would have been more fun than probably we're going to get if Giannis doesn't play. Probably more fun than if he does play. Like, give me a healthy Celtics team. Amen. That's so much more fun than preach, watching brother. the freaking Bucks without Giannis. That's that's a preacher. Or right the there. Clippers without Kawhi. I, I'm just so it sucks that this because last year's NBA players were really fun to watch mm-hmm. because there's a lot of upsets, a lot of comebacks, and everyone was playing it healthy except for Ben Simmons. <laughs> and now it just I don't know. Adam Silver's probably taking a big old hit to that money they're bringing in because probably no one's watching. Yeah, that's why he's uh, discussing that mid-season tournament that's supposed to bring another $75 billion next year. Billion? I think that's what I saw. It's probably a million. Maybe it was $750 million. Maybe. I don't think a tournament can bring in $75 billion. Um, We'll go $750 million. $75 billion makes me sound like an idiot. If you laughed when I said that, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I think that's all we got this week. Next week, we'll be talking about Hopefully, NBA Finals preview, if it starts on, like, Tuesday for some reason, we'll talk about NBA Finals Game 1. Yeah. No, I think they give them a little bit more rest. It shouldn't start until after. Okay. Well, we'll you see get you a little week. bit more rest before the fun. Um, any closing words? Any thoughts from Brian? Any insights? Go Hawks. Bucks and six. <laughs>